here, okay? What do you want from us? How much more do you want from me? And we're back. Hello, girls. We're back. And we're back. We're back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Cha, cha, cha. Hey y'all, it's your girl Taylor. And Toya. This is The Ho Bag. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming platform and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore ho bag. That's underscore H-E-A-U-X-B-A-G. Keep up with our shenanigans. Bye. Bye. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> we're back. With Dr. Keezy. Hey. Hey. This is one of our loyal, 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 loyal followers. And, and good friends. Also subscribed on all platforms as well. So and is. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Good morning. My name is Dr. Keezy. I'm an educator extraordinaire. I'm also a little part-time chef. Socialite. You know, I like to hang out, do things, and she I know do. people. She do. And she do. <laughs> what? How can they find you if they want to get some food? Um, at Keezy's Kitchen, which is K-E-E-Z-Y. S kitchen. Hope y'all can spell kitchen because uh, not. Uh, listen, which is why I'm here. We're talking about education today K- and the lack thereof. Kitchen. <laughs> now, the name of this episode is "No Child Left Behind," so it fits right on brand with what we what we're dealing with here. Um, hold on, I can read. <laughs> you know what? Taylor, you have been doing way better with reading out loud. You know, it was funny. I was reading to the baby and Justin was like, yeah, no, it's my job. <laughs> That's how you get your fluency up, though. You got to read to the kids. That's That's, it starts at home so you can help each other. <laughs> Go easily. I'm a mathematician. Thank you. So reading just ain't my thing. That's fair. I can't count. For real, for real. If you guys ever see me at Urban Social, I always have another person there because they're in charge of counting and being nice. I can't do money. I can cook and I can read. Oh, for her to be mean, she's nicer. To yeah. some people. She's nice to me, but I've seen her. And this, this is my vibe, my energy. We got the same birthday. And what? November 12th. Yeah, I'm November 11th. So we, yeah. Same That's people. my girl. That's my girl. Scorpio. And so um, I'm curious how she is in the education system because, you know, I'm team F them kids. Right? Very much so. I was scared to come here because I was like, Taylor, you don't actually like them kids. You like your kid, but you don't like other kids. Facts. So I ended up falling into education. Um, my father sold me to Merrill Lynch when I graduated college in 2005. Um, I'm a theater, broadcast, film background. I'm from New York, hence the accent. And I'd moved home and there was a situation slash marriage and we may not have been seeing eye to eye. So I suddenly got a phone call like, hey, we got your application for Merrill Lynch. And I'm like, I can't count. But you want me to be a stockbroker? Oh, really? So I moved to Philadelphia. I was a stockbroker for two years. I am fully licensed seven and 66. My personality is what my personality is. And so I was in a call center setting mm. and the policy was people were allowed to swear at you two times before you could hang up on them. But I had their addresses. So I'm like, let me tell you what we're not about to do. I understand that the stock market has crashed and you've lost money and I apologize, but you got one more time to say any kind of profanity before I'm going to call people because I know people. And um, I was relinquished from that job. <laughs> and Jersey was like, if you're interested in getting a master's degree and you go into an in-demand field, we have, we'll pay for you to go to school. And I was like, I don't do blood, so I didn't want to be a nurse and I didn't want to be a paralegal, but teaching was one of them. So teaching was a job where I was in charge. When you come into my classroom and I close my door, it's 
this is a di- dictatorship, not mm. a democracy. Mm. I'm in charge. I can see that. Yeah. So I'm very much this person in the classroom, minus the profanity, very much we match in energy. I will fight kids and their parents. <laughs> You know what? And and speaking on when you were saying that you were working for Merrill Lynch and, you know, the two times, whatever, it, the customer service mm. industry and the customers always right type of, you know, that's crap, not true. I feel like it's the same way and it's getting out of hand with parents. Very much and so. I'm a parent. You know what I'm saying? My baby is going to be 11 soon. I still don't even come at her teacher sideways, but I see these parents and I'm just like, what? Like, this is how you talk to your teachers what i just it don't make sense to me they weren't they didn't have home training back then and they're not passing it down clearly because they don't have to pass down now so it's yeah one of the main issues is like <laughs> so i've been in texas 10 years and um i did start off at cullen middle school they tricked me oh uh, oh, oh i know um ooh. that's near um provision academy yes I, I that was my first job out of college yes they F got me them at kids. and they were like i, I came down here <laughs> texas has their own system so they're like oh you have to come to texas to get fingerprinted i'm like that's stupid so i left philly flew down on a weekend they had a career fair mm-hmm. and i got every job offer because i'm in english and i talk like this and i was a lady from Philly with the nails mm. and um, they were like, oh, well, you're already in a Title One school. Cullen is just like Title One in Philadelphia. Cullen is not like Title One in Philadelphia. <laughs> I'm like, well, what is what, what, what? they doing in Philly? Not, <laughs> not. I had already packed up and I got here and I love my kids. I'm consistently <laughs> in love with kids. But the problem, the it's problem the is the parents. Mm-hmm, I agree. Because if I'm trying to pour myself into your children and I'm calling you as a parent, like, hey, can we talk about this? Can we talk about the homework? Does your child need things? And you don't respond to me until your child comes home and says, oh, well, Miss Lady said that, you know, your mama was ugly. And now all of a sudden you're at my door in a bonnet with your titties at your knees wearing slides. Like, oh, you said, yes, I said that, but it's nice to meet you. Did y'all visualize that one drawing? The Because that's who's at my door. <laughs> I'm sorry. And so the only way anyone can be successful is if we have a parent-teacher <sighs> relationship. Yes. And they don't want to do that until I say something that's going to bring Do you think out. it's because these these super young parents? Because yes. I remember in Cullen, um, the parents like were only like, the kids were 13 and the parents were only like 22. Absolutely. Okay. So And, you know, even as an extent... <clears throat> As an extension. No, I'm thinking of the stick figure. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. The okay. all, all the way down the with the bonnet and she's shaped like a pear. Okay. But no, it is because once I once I took a step back and I realized their jobs is McDonald's. Their job is Wendy. So I'm if calling you. If they have you, a job. Right. So like I'm trying to call you to bond and figure out what's going on with your child and you're missing your minimum wage job because you got to deal with the child that you didn't really probably want probably trying to keep a man that's neither here nor there he just called y'all broke i called some of y'all broke and poor but i do that every day that this is not an abnormal thing but when i when i worked at a daycare which was (sighs) predominantly white i would say it's the same thing they're lawyers they're doctors they don't have time Time. to pour into their child with their homework and stuff too you can barely get a call back from them they didn't even remember my name hey is so-and-so here what's your name again i see you every day right Mm. why do you why would you play with people that are keeping your kids thank you i have your kids more than you have your kids why would you want to do that make me feel some type of way if i'm damn near in charge of your kid i can be treating your kid ugly as hell now Mm. yeah what Mm. that makes no sense to me we're called a parent ad litem (laughs) that's latin basically i am your child's parent and i want to have a relationship and a rapport with you because if i know i have some form of relationship or correspondence kids typically respond better Mm -hmm. 
it doesn't work with all of them, which is where the relationship part comes in. But if you know I'm going to call your mama, and I call moms, I put moms on speakerphone. You get that right, mom? Texas has a rule called, it's a, I can't think of the name of the law, but I show it every year, where I can beat your kids with your permission. You don't say. It's called the law of imminent <laughs> danger. So I had, I'm not in the classroom anymore, but like I used to have a little piece of tape and I'm like, if you cross that line, I feel like my life is threatened. I teach secondary. I'm not threatening little kids. I teach high school kids, my height and bigger. But it was like, if you cross that tape, we can get active. First of all, why? Sign me up to be a teacher, please. <laughs> well, I say some aggression now. <laughs> what? I've been in, what? Yeah. But you I'm don't, not even going to say what I was about to say. But that only comes in when it's like, if I'm, baby, I'm here to teach you and make you better. And you're interrupting my classroom. You're disrupting the flow of everything. Other kids so, learning. Literally. I want to interject and ask you about this then. So back then when you were just a, a teacher, mm -hmm. how did you feel about the pay? Because y'all aren't being compensated enough to deal with what you deal with. Even as an administrator, I'm not getting compensated. So I explain, especially in Houston, we live in privileged poverty. I make enough money to pay all of my bills. I, I like that term. Yeah, it's privileged poverty. Mm -hmm. I can pay all of my bills. I don't necessarily have the luxuries of life, but we talk about it often. Every educator, I was talking to somebody the other day at Urban, we don't go into education for the money. I Thanks. love kids and I love <clears throat> making kids better. And I love trying to create a better future because we are doomed as a society. Mm -hmm. But if I can save yeah. one, two, five or 10 of them, that's why that's I a do big, it. That, that'll make a big difference because then they'll start influencing their other pe that's their peers. The that is hopefully. the hope. But yes. gosh, because you got people like me who just give up on the kids. Like, they're so bad. They are bad. And my homeboy was telling me he was struggling a couple years ago, so he started tutoring. He said his second day, them kids got into a fight. They was bigger than him. They pushed him out. He looked on Instagram. He was going viral on Instagram and yeah. <laughs> looking weak. That <laughs> is so embarrassing. <laughs> and he was like, he just quit. That I like quit it. too because now they finna beat your ass. So many people walk Imagine away. you punking your teacher. Hey, but he showed me the video and I was like, damn, you looking real bad, bro. Mm -hmm. Our average span for a teacher is two to three years. People, I thought you said days. No, <laughs> for, for like they, they come in and a new teacher and Texas has an exclusive problem. I don't know. I don't keep up with the other states, but you you know, we have a lot of people that go through like uh, Texas teachers with an alternative cert program. Mm -hmm. And it can be likened to they say you're <laughs> flying the plane while it's still being built. So we're putting you in a Title oh, I classroom. Wow. Yeah, we're putting you in. Most of them are placed in Title I, which is the low income. So they're putting these teachers in a Cullen. They're putting them in a Yates, in a Worthing. Oh, okay. And they're still learning how to be teachers while actively teaching. Wow. And then they're still young as well. Absolutely so it's like, young. How do you, it's like you got a 22 and you're 18-year-old, but if you put your hands on the 18-year-old then you're or the 17-year-old, mm -hmm. you're in trouble. But y'all basically the same age. Absolutely. And they, can't, they can stay in high school till they're 21 here. What? 21. Why? I've had a 21-year-old senior. And you want to talk about going toe-to-toe, -to -toe, young man? Young man, you really? are a grown man in my class. I kid you not. Text they just put him out and be like, hey, no. you too old to be with No, legally, he can be in the classroom until he's 21. <clears throat> Anyone can be in the classroom wow. in Texas until you're 21. Then I start thinking about predators because then those are the people that are like, oh, she's, in, she's a sophomore. She's 15. We kept an eye on him. He was 21 years old. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
So there was a, excuse me, as of August 2022, there was a Texas State Teachers Association survey findings. Mm-hmm. 94% had more stress, 81% had increased workload and planning, and 82% had greater financial pressure. Mm-hmm. Survey finds 70% of Texas teachers are on the verge of quitting. And this is August 2022. School started August 2022. Have you looked at our shortages? I have looked at the shortages, mm-hmm. and I saw something that said temporary teacher shortage solutions are in place mm-hmm. Te- in texas some schools will be four days a week in another state colleges college students can teach and then in i think florida military veterans can teach k through 12 why don't they just one increase of, the pay one of the si- one of the they? things one of the comments that was right under there literally said notice how none of the solutions are pay teachers better treat teachers better and actually prioritize education because America sucks at prioritizing education. I wonder why we're so damn stupid. Mm-hmm. Didn't they do that for the firefighters? They had that petition and then we voted and they got a pay increase yes. and the, the police were upset. But I was like, the next thing needs to be teachers. Right. You think people aren't union, union coming into an, or unionizing? How unionizing. Well, yeah, so unionizing. Texas doesn't have a real union. So we have a union, but our union, y'all union, I'm still a New Yorker. But the union, um, it doesn't have any real power. Like the rest of us. I'm not this accident in this area code says <laughs> otherwise, but they're not real. So like I had an incident I, when I taught in Philadelphia, Philadelphia has one of the strongest unions where if our if our union rep says you're not going to work, we don't go to work. Mm. And it's mass. It's all of us. Think about how we always talk about black people don't come together and unify for anything. Thanks. When our union says we did in Philadelphia, oh. our union down here, I called a union rep in. Literally, I called one in like my second year down here. I said, here's my grievances. Here are my problems. And my union rep looked at me and she said, there are teachers that are molesting kids that have real problems. You and your principal just have a conflict. Get over it. So we don't have a real union. So when teachers quit in mass or when teachers are being treated (laughs) unjustly, we don't have any job security. We don't have um, tenure in Texas. I can go back to Philadelphia now and I have a job for the rest of my life. We are at will. We have probationary contracts for the first three years. We are in at will state. Yep. How do they decide that they that you guys can't teach anymore when they have a shortage? It's all about what they care about, I guess. What do they don't care about? They don't care about and they don't care about the kids. So like what do they care about? They don't. The the money. The news? Money. Who's money? Ours. They ain't getting money. <laughs> They're not. We're not. I'm like, what are they? What are y'all care? What? Who? I'm confused. What's going on? Make the math either. ain't math. It's like my birthday here. I don't know what's going on. All they need to do, if they would pay what we weigh, pay us because you can't have doctors without <laughs> teachers. You can't have lawyers without Absolutely. teachers. You don't have your celebrities without teachers. We are the foundation of everything. They're like. Now we're going to go ahead and increase everybody else's salary. Like there are teachers, if you look at our scale, that aren't making $15 an hour. Really? Like we're, yeah. what? Paraprofessionals, they'll throw a paraprofessional in the room. What's a paraprofessional? That, a paraprofessional is someone that comes in part time to support the special ed demographic. OK, like a teacher's aide. Oh, Lord. Yes. OK. But that person is expected to be at school from 645 until four or five. They Y'all have longer hours than crack. me. The and they grade. still don't make like I was talking to one last year. I feel like they might make maybe. Fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a year with a full day, five day a week schedule. I'm not kidding you. you uh, this is gonna make me segue to another thing. I would just quit so I can get unemployment benefits because you're. That's when you make that much money, you don't qualify for food stamps. Correct. So I would just quit because I've wanted. There's food no point in me forever. working. You know, the whole day is taken up and I still am struggling. But most of those parents are still about kids. Anyone mm. that comes into that special ed population, yeah. those paraprofessionals, they do a job that I know they that love I, the they kids. love. Okay. They pour into those kids mm. and they are so patient. 
So kind. And they don't get paid. So the school that you're at now, what is that considered? I mean, do you have your still your lower demographics in there? Like what I I transitioned from one Title One district to another Title One. My my passion and my skill is Title One kids. I like black okay. and brown kids. I love low income kids because I have a skill where <laughs> I can connect with everyone and anyone, mm-hmm. but those kids don't need me. And we and our kids need to see other black and brown people that care about them because a lot of them get those um what are those make America made America um they get their loans forgiven. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I you know, know what I'm talking about, about those, those programs. So they see, get all those white kids from the Ivy League schools. Right, right, right. They're like, oh, hey, how's it going, Daquan? Yeah. And then they leave in two years and nobody really cares about no, yeah. That's real, though. You're right. Yeah, when the teach I was for at America. Vision, it was Teach for America. Teach for America. I said America. make for America. Yep. They say make for America. I'm like, matter what? No, it's Teach for America. <laughs> but that, and also, see, that's that they put those teachers, the thought behind that is we're going, you want to be a teacher for uh-huh. Teacher of America. So they do their internship or the beginning of their program in a Title I school. Mm-hmm. Can you handle these? kids mm-hmm. and then after you serve your two years wow like a damn sentence now you're going and where then you want. then those people put on their resume yeah i worked with impoverished I work, kids yeah i worked with, with the, the social, black community social economic yeah. mm-hmm. disadvantaged kids yeah so but the then re- you left the reason why i asked that i saw on twitter um somebody said now y'all complaining about school supplies when y'all spend 70 dollars on a hookah because there was a lady on there that was literally like, this is ridiculous. And she was just going off. And it was like, girl, shut up. You be at the club spending more of this. Priorities. Did you have any parent, any, what do you do when you do have kids that come in and you know they just can't afford it? Every, every, every single year until about five years ago, I spend my money because y'all know I have money to expend because mm-hmm. I, I find my way outside. So it's just a redelegation of funds. Mm-hmm. But what I've done for the last five years, I have an Amazon list every year. So in the admin role that I'm in now, um, I ask my teachers, what do the kids need? My kids don't come back until Wednesday. And I'm blessed through my social networking that I have friends everywhere who are doctors and lawyers and they want to help and give back to my kids. But everyone doesn't have that luxury. So some districts will give teachers two hundred dollars to do that. That doesn't mean anything. I'm the teacher where if you need the fundamentals, my friends and family will buy it. So, you know, that's bizarre to me. I grew up in a Dodge school because I'm a military brat. Mm-hmm. So, like, everything was given to us. So, mm-hmm. like, go, every going, we might have to have bought, bought a backpack and a pencil or something. But all these school lists with you need to have this, that, and the third, these books and all this stuff, I am not familiar with that. So, like, it's just a different, I guess, view for me. to. I, I don't understand why the schools aren't already paying and budgeting in these supplies for these kids. It depends on the school also. So when you have a Title I school, you have different funding options. But if you're at a school where their priority, not going to say any names, but their priority are their cheerleaders, their sports, they're delegating those funds to those activities. That, and I'm going to call this out like because I know Jack Yates because I went to TSU. It's a school that feeds into Jack Yates that they don't buy the kids supplies but they make sure our cheer dance and our sports because on the front page. they get all the that's the, where they get the exposure the yep. yeah okay that makes sense so with my <laughs> with the list that i'm starting to see which i do appreciate about schools that do this they do give you a list full of all types of crap and i'm like, like I what? Know can y'all explain to me what? what they're doing is they get all of the school supplies and then all the kids give it to the teachers and then that yes. way nobody feels bad if yes. they don't have it and then the teachers they just divvy it up between all of them. That's an elementary. That sounds like a tax system. 
I'm, I like it because not everybody can afford it. No, so I get everybody that, but can, I, No, I get that. I, and I think that's amazing. But it's like, wow, like, why isn't the state and the city and the school district... Giving us basic supplies? Based for the kids that don't have. Yeah. That's not our job to go fund all this other... Which I don't mind. But it does come down to there are still parents who can't fund. So it should mm-hmm. go above that because mm-hmm. you have the parents that can. Like, I have friends where we will sponsor kids. I have a friend, she went to church and she sponsored to the child and she was like yo these supplies are expensive and she makes six (laughs) figures and so she had to sponsor somebody else's family from our church when realistically if we take it we have all this money to give the ukraine I don't, don't get us. We have all of this that's what i'm just saying like on the most didn't we just like approve like 1.6 billion yes but you have kids right now who cannot read or write in America. Yep. And the easiest way to help that, it's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You have to supply their basic needs before they can do anything for you. Biden accepted all these people to come into the Ukraine and have a place to stay when our own people don't have a place to stay. Look, we're, there, there was somebody that just harassed her at the door on the way here, and she lives right outside of McDonald's. Yo, time, yeah, let's talk, time out. Let's, across the street time when I was coming time in. Out, time out, time out. Let's talk about this. <laughs> I called Toya, and I was trying to keep her on the phone, so I didn't. So this lady oh, would walk away. I was like, this crazy lady coming. Toya hangs up on me, and the guy was like, "Beignets? Do you have a beignet? Where the fuck would I get a beignet from? I'm in Houston. This is not New Orleans. This is no. not in front of Cafe Dumont. Why are you asking me for beignets?" <laughs> I saw her because security guard had to come out. She has a nightgown on, right? Yeah, I sat in my truck for a minute. I'm like, it is too early for this. It's too early. It is too early. I had a dollar ready. Like, if she tap on one, I'm just going to hand her a dollar. I don't want the conflict. She kept walking towards you? She was already on the side of the street, and she kept walking back. And I was like, I got my dollar. Like, Y'all, she saw me park. Ma'am. She saw my truck. Ma'am. And they be busting my window out too often downtown. So I'm like, Lord, if this dollar is going to save my window from being broken out at 9 o'clock in the morning, okay, Lord, I receive it. Real. Hey, they, I don't know what brand of crack they got going on down here at the Greyhound station. It's, it's, it's not different. 80s. They're strong it's, and fast. Man. <laughs> they are fast. And they can withstand this hot ass sun too. Yeah. They be standing. They look. Wait don't in. fuck with these crackheads out here. Don't. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to go to the next topic that I saw, which was um, social media pressure, teachers having lives too. There was this Wonder Bread lady, and she said, Got my son's second grade teacher assignment and immediately found all of her socials. One, it's her first year of teaching. Two, she has a video where she and her friend call themselves Trader Joe Hoes. And three, she spells M-A-K- makes M-A-K-E-S M-A-X-E. This tweet has been deleted, by the way. Because we drug her goddamn ass on Twitter. What? Shut up, girl. Are you teaching? Real. That's Leave these real. people alone. That is real. I heard about fucking Trader Joe's. Every year when I was in the classroom, usually within like the first month or two, and the kids tell on themselves, Miss, we were Googling your name and we couldn't find you. Why the fuck are you Googling me? So what we have to do is we have to, I have a whole set of social media under my government name. I have a whole set of social media under my, these are the people that I fuck around and find out with. That's because, what I did with the podcast. Because I do too much. Like, why are you minding my business? Yep. I have a doctorate in education. I've committed 14 years of my life to being poor. To pour into your kids. I have relocated from a top performing district to a whole other state to pour in love into your kids. They found me in Philadelphia. Mm. Houston was not on my demographic. I scored top 10% in the state of Pennsylvania. And they said, would you come here and teach our kids? Mm. That's how I got here. And you heard about me hanging out in third war with her on a Sunday. Don't do that. 
Don't do that. Which it makes so no sense, sense to me because what makes you think <clears throat> that teachers are just supposed to teach, go home, go to sleep, rinse, repeat? What? But I'm doing better than you are. I think they're Teaching they're looking for those old teachers. Remember back when we were young? Listen. Everybody was old. I don't know where they, they must have died or something. I don't know what happened to the teachers. They gone. The stressed them first the time <laughs> I saw a teacher at a grocery store I was working at, I was mesmerized. <laughs> I was like, you eat food? Because they didn't have access to us. Yeah. They didn't. It was like we saw them in school. And we never mm-hmm. there was a boundary. And unfortunately, those lines blur. Yep. Nowadays. Yeah. And it shouldn't. I don't sleep with kids, but some of y'all out here doing the diddly with the little children. Yep. And it's like you have to have your boundaries and understand we have lives as well, but I'm about making your children better. So please stop trying to stalk me, myself, my colleagues. And what does that do for them? It does nothing for them. They have no lives. It does nothing. It does. And then you get the ones who blast and like try to demolish and and disrespect me online. <clears throat> but I'm still going to come back and make sure that your child has the best day possible. But see, I'm a good person. You get those ones where it's gonna, they're going to retaliate against your children. They're oh, going to take it out gonna, on your kids. I'm going to retaliate against it. Well, well, I ain't never yeah. going to forget when the teacher called CPS on me. And do you know that I was Googling her address? Because I was she was going to fuck around <laughs> and you, find can out. Can you explain what happened? Because I was fucked up. All right. Oh. So this is back when um, we were all on lockdown. At this point, JoJo was nine. And shit, I still had to work. I didn't have one of those. I was a frontliner. Like, I still had to go to hospitals. And, you know, I was doing hospice. So... My baby had to be at home on the computer and learn. Cool. You're going to be at home on the computer and learn. Here's a cell phone. Here goes a list of everything you're supposed to eat. Nothing was in the oven or anything like that. I got to go to work. You know what I'm saying? Right. Something happened. Don't you A lot answer. of people. And you got to for nobody. Don't answer the door for nobody. So she ends up uh, on Zoom and she was doing P.E. And I think she tripped over the dog's toy or something. And my dramatic ass shout. <laughs> and they're like, well, where's your mom? She's not here. Oh, yeah. So they called CPS on me. By the time my baby ended up calling me after that, told me what happened. I'm like, are you OK? She's like, yeah, I, I took some ice out the freezer and put it on my ankle. I'm like, OK, good. I'll be there in a little bit. I get home within 10 minutes of me being there. CPS was at my door. But that's ludicrous. Because but tell them how you had, she has cameras. So she, Toya sees everything. I pulled up to her house the other day and she was like, I'm in the bathroom. But I'm <laughs> Toya <laughs> sees everything. Like, yeah. so I don't understand. Well, they ended up dismissing the case. They didn't have, they didn't even have a case to open. Uh, and I'm good, so, they, so, I didn't know CPS was coming. They ended up popping up on me and she did a whole little routine. She was like, this is one of the most organized houses I've ever been in. Like I have a whole board where I had Jojo, you know, eight o'clock do this. This is what you're going to eat. This is your snack. Open the refrigerator. All her stuff was, she was like, girl, this ain't no damn case. No. Why are you wasting my time? I was so pissed. And it, it, it was frustrating to me because what did you think parents were supposed to do? Was I just supposed to quit my job and stay at home with my kid because we can't, what? Like, which is crazy because when we were all kids, we was at home. It was what was it Don't called? It was a latch, latch, latch key. key. Latch key kids. We were latch, latch key kids. Yeah. But now it's like they're babying these kids. They don't want the parents to go to work. They don't want the parents to discipline the kids. They don't want the teachers to discipline. Like, what? What do y'all want? Y'all want the kids to run us? They but want, they that want social soft media. parenting. So, I was about to say that it's soft. It's soft parenting. With it's no job, soft. we're supposed to be soft right. and, 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 and homeless. Because now we're all seeking therapy, which I'm a big fan of. But now it's like, you know what? This is what my parents did that messed me up. And so now I'm going to try different. That's fine. Do better and be different for your children, but also be realistic in Absolutely. life. Some mm-hmm. things that our parents or grandparents or whoever, what they instilled in us also made us more respectful. Right. And that's because a lot of these got no respect. respect. Yeah, you have to give, you have to 
I have to give a child respect before a child respects me. That's and that's not the generation mm-hmm. I come from. I do it because I'm an educator. So you mm-hmm. teach them how to Correct. respect. Because it's like they don't very, see respect. They're very strong on that. Like, nah, he said this to me. Okay. You're four. <laughs> Like, <laughs> did you see the video of the little boy that was dropping the chips on the floor in front of his mom and just oh, looked like I was this? Sick. He said, "Give me the chips." He was like, "Bitch." And I wanted to go bag. through the phone and whip his ass. I would have got my ass they handed said, to what me. Would you do? He poured them chips and was like, <laughs> "I can't eat them." Here comes no one's soft eating them. Parenting. No, we're, let's scoop the chips back. Well, I what am I? You better scoop I your ass up off this your floor. Motherfucking ass. That's it. Boy. That's you know, I said I wasn't going to whip my kid, but she will get snatched the fuck up. I wish she would. Because I already see she's about to it's be spoiled. I'm going to have to just real quick. And it's real. Boy. Okay. Man. Last little thing I'm going to get into because I know y'all probably seen it. There are grown adults on Beyonce's internet Uh-oh. getting upset because kids are having... MUAs come to their house. I, yeah. And do a what? full face of makeup. I wasn't allowed to wear makeup until I got out the house. And then the designer as well. I saw a video, a little picture, like the baby had Balenciagas on the first day of school or something. But you can't buy your child school supplies. Well, another thing I'm going to step into, too. You know, Houston is a city of cap. Baby so a lot of these motherfuckers are wearing fake shit too. So loudly, there might have been balanza nong nongs. But it, you know what? Mama, mama, when we was Balaga in school, mama. had you wore that fake shit, your ass is gonna get handed to but you. But it's so fake now. There, there's a person. Right. We'll look at it. And we'll be like, does Dior make that? Like we no. Google it. Is Gucci? I don't think I've ever seen that on a Gucci website. But it starts with the parents. Jordan they never had heels on the court. Remember Not when they had them Jordan ever. heels? I'm yeah. like, bitch, where you get them from? Jo- I never seen Jordan hooping but heels. But you know what that is? That's social media running everything. My kid is going to go viral. My kid, everyone's going to see my kid. I want my child. Y'all are so focused. Not y'all, but mm-hmm. just People society from, yeah. is uh-huh. so focused on how is the world going to perceive them? How is social media going to perceive their child when we're not worrying about the, is your child a good person? Are Can they your respectful? Child read? Are they kind? <laughs> Can they read? No, Can that's they a real question. Name? They said uh, the teacher, w- you boy, the teacher doing roll call, and he's sitting there waiting on the teacher to say, man, man, because you ain't <laughs> told him his name. <laughs> his name. They don't know their address. Real story. That too, yeah. So I'm doing test prep last year, getting my kids set up for the SAT. Standardized test. High school. I'm not making this up. High school. Seniors and juniors. And I'm telling the kids, first name, last name. I said, I need your address. My juniors and seniors did not know their home address. I said, what but is your... But you know what? You think I they think... didn't know because of zoning and they were say... using somebody else's address? I don't or... give it. You are in the 11th and 12th oh, grade. Yeah, what you is should know. your address? Oh, I'm thinking you were talking... But you know what? I... Mm. Mm. Well, I'll, I'll try. To, this justify. might be a stretch. You know how, like back in the day, we actually had to know our address. Right. We had to know right. our that's number. Yeah. That, they don't do that. That's my point. Yeah. But so that's you, still sad, though, even on emergency purposes. But that's, police gonna be like, "Where do you live? I don't know." They don't. My McDonald's. But your child dripped down from head to toe. But they don't know their address. Ask your child to tell you their address. Ask your child to tell you, without looking, <laughs> your cell phone number. Oh yeah, I make my baby record. Yeah, but she, not everyone does. Yeah. I still know my childhood address. Me too. So we're not Phone focused numbers. on the right things. We don't do mental math anymore. Mm. What they do? They 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 all get calculators. Yeah. So they can't count. They can't tell time. Oh, I'm not making any of this up. You ain't lying cuz at what is it analog time and digital got y'all in. They can't do it. They got a, they can't tell time. They can't count money. And there was a tweet I saw from one of my girls in Philadelphia the other day. The woman was making fun of her niece or nephew because they didn't know their alphabet, their alphabet. 
Um, about them. What are y'all teaching the kids? Well, not y'all. I'm by the time not they get you, to me, I'm trying to. I'm talking about you know. They like, teach overall. them. They teach them calculator skills. How do you do your times tables on the calculator? That's so they don't wild. even have to do that. Like thirty seconds. Mental math. We don't do mental math anymore. We don't teach cursive anymore. Time out. Oh, so I, I didn't know about so cursive, which, teacher, is, which is crazy to me because what is signing? Correct. So like, they can't sign. Everything's digital. Wait, time out. My teacher what? talked bad to me. Had a parent teacher conference because I was taking too long to do my mental math one time. I got in all this trouble for it to be non-existent anymore. They don't ask your child Man. to tell you their times tables. If you have a fourth, well, my fifth, baby or sixth can, grader, but you know she a ask them their times tables. They don't know them. The right parents <laughs> do, but we come in because they were going back. They were saying when we went into school. We could read before we got to school. Fat Jesus. It is not an expectation for a child to enter kindergarten or first grade and be able to read. So imagine being the teacher who's in a first grade classroom trying to teach Billy Bob. Wait, they, they don't hold kids back anymore? They don't be like, oh, she no doesn't need the child. I thought that ended. Behind. Sweetheart, in Texas, Texas is dumb. You can get but... all the way to the eighth grade. As long as you get to the eighth grade, you are going to high school, which is why I moved here. I taught the Zoom seventh in on grade. My face. I, taught, <laughs> I taught the seventh grade. I taught the eighth grade. And then my kids were like, Miss, come with us to Yates. So I got certified in high school because it does not matter whether you can read, write, think, chew gum and walk, hold a pair of scissors. You're going to the ninth grade. And then. When you get to the ninth grade in Texas, mm. you have to pass your English one, your English two, U.S. history, algebra and biology state exams. And then you're ready for the world. However, if you can't read and write and you take your English one star exam, you don't pass it in May. You retake it in December as a freshman mm -hmm. or as a sophomore. And then you keep retaking that same test. But if we have not taught that child how to read, how are they going to pass that test? If you are a Guessing. sped child, then we have the ARDS. We have the little meetings where we're like, you know what? We know you can't read, but that's not really our problem. Via con Dios, which is why you uh, have a lot of adults. So y'all are basically just babysitters. Basically. Yeah, the, the, a lot of people are babysitters. When I say y'all, no, I'm I just know. saying teachers, because, not like, you. I feel like my one of my my capes is I'm an educator. Uh -huh. And my sister had to tell me, she's like, Court, you're not a teacher. You're an educator. Yes. Because I'm pouring into them. But a, a lot of teachers... We're just a holding cell for your kids until we push them out into the world. Then they go to a job and they can't read or write. Damn, I know we're running out of time, but I really wanted to hint on the um, school to pipeline. School I can come back one pipeline. day if you want me to come back. Man, Ooh, but do you? That's going to be another episode. I would love. But as that. a real quick, do you feel like one hundred percent? Okay, third period, third grade. We take a screen, a snapshot, and it's very, it's very rarely inaccurate. There is a whole section on if you don't capture a black boy, black or brown. You don't capture them by third or fourth grade, they're lost. Wow. So it's ask your third and fourth mm -hmm. grader, can they read out loud a paragraph? Do they know their time tables? Because it starts at home that is the moral. Me cry. It's, it's just it's so sad. It starts at home, y'all. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put a pin in this cause next episode with Keezy will be school to prison pipeline. Damn. I'd be honored. All right. Well, thank you so much. Do you have a whole tip? Because, you know, we kind of I just want to say very quickly our whole tip. And we were collectively talking about this earlier. When y'all come to visit, please stop asking us where to go. I think we said this on a recent episode, but please stop asking us where to go. Because, baby, all we know is where? Third, Third, Third Ward. Ward. That's it. Take care, y'all. On that note, bye. bye.